these mother ain't stopping me these mother ain't stopping me stopping me i'm that girl baby i'm that girl welcome back to the episode in my closet okay beyonce i'm messing up the song but i'm that girl (laughs) okay panda gang welcome back to in my closet i'm your girl petty panda the toughest crybaby you'll ever have the chance of knowing and we about to get the story (laughs) we about to get the show started don't mind me this girl got a nine to five so once i get off work you know i'm recording this episode and we have a couple things to do so i'm switching around the the way the episodes are going you know it's only the fourth episode i'm trying to figure out how i like things so we're gonna kick this off with tiktok news and the first story that (laughs) caught my attention was this man died by electrocution after jumping into a lake first off I just want to let everybody know Mother Nature is mad at us. And that is one of my biggest fears. It's death by water. I guess in electric electricity too. But um Yeah. It reminded me of when I went to saw this sound messed up. But when I went tubing down in the Mesa with the girlies there was plenty of like power lines running across the river like uh, they were at the top of me they weren't in the in the water but all i could think of is oh my god what a disaster if one of those just pop and a live wire is in the water everybody in this lake is done for everybody but uh i'm sorry that man lost his life i do know that um, there was an update in the story how us uh, uh what is there what are they called? Jeez, I can't even think. How a bystander saw that something was wrong with this man, jumped in the water to try to save him, but felt that he was getting burnt and knew that okay, this is this is electricity because he, he knew. He knew the tea. And um he swam to the shore turn off the power but it was too late to save this man so i do want to say um r.i.p to that man but in news that is more lighthearted, sorry to start the show off so dark um i, I ran across a post that said what is the pettiest reason you stop talking to a guy ladies answer only and yo some of these comments were fucking hilarious <laughs> Somebody said he couldn't read aloud. I was shook. I was, I was shook. Because when my anxiety starts to, you know, rev up in me, it's hard for me to read aloud, but I can read in my brain real good, real good. Don't miss a beat. 
But honey, it's just something about the fear of reading out loud. Maybe that man can read out loud. Maybe he just need to breathe. Don't be doing him like that. He said he didn't drink water at all, just soda and beer. Sir, you will burn a CD. <laughs> you will burn a fucking CD with that piss. So bad. He told me he doesn't eat veggies and water is trash. Are the men out here really not drinking water? Is that is that what's happening out here? The men aren't drinking water. That's weird. He kept saying, mm, after every sentence he said, it drove me crazy. <sighs> well, then, let the man down easy. His favorite restaurant is Golden Corral. First off, I would drop a man so fast if he tell me his favorite restaurant is Golden Corral. I... I hate I hate Golden Corral. Do you hear me? So most people don't know, but <laughs> like I'm no contact with my with my parents. And last year was my first Thanksgiving, right? 2020 was that 2020 what year is this? 2021. Okay, 2021 was my first Thanksgiving without my parents and my cousin lives in Yuma Well, at the time she was living in Yuma and I moved to Phoenix and I was only here for like two weeks and I'm like bro I'm not I am not spending my Thanksgiving alone I'm gonna take the three and a half hour drive to Yuma and we're gonna kick it at my family house the gag was we were supposed to cook I was going to bring something or make something there. Her husband was going to put something on the smoker. She was going to make the mac and cheese. And, you know, we were going to do that. Plans had switched. And I took the drive and they told me we're going to Golden Corral. Bitch, I wanted to cry. I wanted to call my mom and say, Mom, I am so sorry. Please take me back. Please take me back because being out here is ghetto. Going to Golden Corral for Thanksgiving? Oh, hell no. Going to th going to Golden Corral on any day is a big no, 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 no for me. So, yeah, honey, I would have dropped him too like a hotcake. Um, another person said this guy spent the night and pissed in my bed. Ooh jeez that's nasty like what would you do if you invite a guy over he put it down like this man is the best sex you had in your life he put it down but you wake up and it's piss in your bed he done peed in your bed would you drop him ladies <laughs> or humans that have sex with other with men you know i don't know if i will drop that one he probably won't be able to spend that at my house but you can come over and look with and leave um he didn't pump my gas sat there and watched me do it in the dead of the winter that man don't like you <laughs> he don't fucking like you <laughs> that man don't like you if he sat there and watched you 
get out your car while it's snowing she ain't say where she from but if that man get out his car and why while it's snowing watch you get out your car get it together d and you go pump the gas you pay for the gas and pump it that man don't like you girl news flash that man do not like you honey so um one of the pettiest reasons i stopped talking to a guy because he was so sweet guys he was so sweet and i felt so bad i actually recently well not recently last year i messaged him and apologized for ghosting him but (laughs) he picked me up the first time to take me out on a date and this was this was during the pandemic like the beginning we were just picking up food and going back to his place but his car was junky it was like really messy and i'm like okay cut the man some slack it's the first time and then i went to his house and his room was even worse and i'm like all right this ain't gonna work i said something i was like oh maybe next time you can like clean out the car before you come and get me and tidy up your room before you come and scoop your girl or whatever and i gave him another chance he picked me up and the car was messy again i said yeah i can't do this i can't do this he is so sweet and so kind but i can't do this also he was a virgin and i didn't didn't need that in my life I was looking for somebody to replace the the best D I had. And I knew it was going to be a version. Anyway, in other news, (laughs) Miss Sprinkle Sprinkle herself, if y'all know who I'm talking about, you do. If you don't, oh, well. But um, her husband, James, (laughs) interrupted Sister Live and told her her he wanted a divorce. Um, And, well, okay, let me give y'all a little context context there it is you know i'm from florida anyway so she was ranting and raving on live about how her man her man is boring now because he getting older he heard because she on live and she ain't quiet she ain't never been quiet and she don't bother y'all know who sprinkle sprinkle is and james knocked on the door and told her um yo sit come out here in five minutes right now that's how you know he old he ain't know what he wanted her to do first off james is old but he got the dough and that's why she with him if you don't know so james told her to come outside for five minutes right now and she said james don't you come in here don't you come in here play on me because i'm gonna make you lose your job i'm gonna one-up you i'm gonna come i'm gonna come in there while you on your little video chat for your job and i'm gonna look a hot mess and i'm gonna be very ratchet so i suggest you bet bet james end up telling her all right you know what send me the link for the divorce <laughs> his old so send me the link for the divorce she's like uh-huh okay whatever james i'll go ahead and send you the link for the divorce uh-huh he was like well you can have everything minus the house everything else is yours and she's like mm-hmm okay she didn't get off live she steady beating her face and everything i love miss sprinkle sprinkle she is a handful but yeah word on the street is james want a divorce so um ladies i guess it's gonna be a new man on the market soon another thing i saw on tiktok i cannot remember this man name to save my life but he was 
he played Big Worm on um I think Friday after next. Yeah, he played Big Worm. And they were doing an interview with him asking him about like how you feel about the aliens or whatever. The US government has just officially said aliens are real. How do you feel about that? And he had a very interesting take on it, which made me think about some things. He started to talk about the song on my black people you'll probably know it's a real like negro spiritual sweet low sweet cherry low um chariot come and take me home something like that Ooh, don't pull my black card i don't go to church don't pull my black card anyway he started singing that song and he's he was telling this um caucasian man that this is a church song and he's like no i've never heard it of course you didn't child you're not invited to the cookout but he started explaining to him that this song was about them seeing spaceships at night or during the day whenever there was no real specifics and saying that the only way they can describe what they were seeing was by describing it as a chariot that's all they had to compare it to which made me remember something I saw on um, the History Channel. And they were talking about the Bible and how to describe things in the sky looking like a chariot, that that a blazing chariot, and saying that they were referring to alien spaceships. And I'm sitting back like, holy night. Is that what the song is really about? I mean, granted, like I told everybody last episode i already knew aliens is this i already felt like they were here should i may be reincarnated from a different planet sometimes i feel weird but um it just it just kind of rocked my world for a split second to say oh wow like that's what the song was about and he also said that they didn't (laughs) it's not funny but they felt like i don't care what that is up in the sky blazing zooming fast and fast come and just get me because anything gotta be anywhere other than this plantation gotta be better but that's um i found that very interesting so i don't remember his name but big up big worm for um coming up and saying that it really brought it really gave me some food for thoughts because i don't want to go back and listen to the song and watch that episode from the history channel hopefully i can find that so now it's time for ain't none of my business but i'm here for it the first advice is well not advice let me see i gotta rephrase that get it together d get it together i am tired from work y'all it's end of the month i'm accounts receivable specialist I have to do month end closing and my brain today is fried and I knew I should have recorded this episode yesterday but I'm here but I'm here so ain't none of my business but I'm here for it just close on a house neighbor already making me regret it what should I do all this happened today during our final walkthrough everything was fine but when my agent and i went back to our cars a woman approached approached us she asked if we were selling 
and my agent said the house was already closed on. The woman went on to tell us that the house has no yard. It backs up to her property, but it definitely does have a yard. All of the outlines of what belongs to the belongs to the property and there appears to be a clear tree line dividing them. Okay, that was a lot. We needed a comma somewhere in there, sis, but it, go off. At least you can afford a house. I'm, I'm renting. <laughs> Let me not talk too much. Then start. So the neighbor. The neighbor then started to rant about her constitutional rights and eminent domain. First off, she's a Karen. Let's just cut to the case. Your neighbor is a Karen. She's going to make your life a living hell. And you need to decide. Are you going to outlive her? How old is she? How long do you think she's going to be around for? That'll let you know if it's going to be worth it. I'm not telling you to do nothing crazy, girl. I'm just saying with your options. Anyway, eminent domain. We can't take her land. <laughs> okay, y'all took this land, but we ain't going to say much. Started walking back to her house and was shouting other things I could not hear at my empty home. I wouldn't diagnose her, but she clearly is mentally unstable and somewhat hostile just due to the fact that she came all the way out of her house after seeing us walk around just to tell us this. I'm not going to lie. This upset me. I am not confrontational at all and pretty much ruined all the excitement and happiness I had buying my first home and now I'm just worried I have made a huge mistake and will be stuck with a neighbor harassing me that's called buyer's remorse you probably will you probably you're probably gonna hate this lady's guts she seems like she's the type to report you to the city just because you left your trash can out one day yeah yeah she's gonna be like do you have a permit for that you're gonna be mowing your lawn you got a permit for that you're gonna paint your gate you got a permit for that she's gonna be the neighbor from hell i swear she is um but don't let nobody steal your joy girl but i wasn't aware i could back back out at this point due to the neighbor as it was the day of closing yeah girl you could have backed out real quick so I closed, but now I'm unsure of what to do. You already closed. It's your house. <laughs> you can't do shit. I find plans to put up the privacy fence. Oh, girl, you go to the city before you do to start putting up fence and picking out fence. See what's already pre-approved. Because if you don't, sister's going to give you a run for your money. I swear she is. She going to have so many fines and liens on your property. You better go sit with the the people down down at the city and make sure you're doing everything right so she planning on putting up a privacy fence for her dog and because i'm very close to my neighbors on either side now it feels like doing it will upset her even more it will but she is also the reason i want the fence it's gonna piss her off what should i do i was planning to set up the land survey to get my exact property lines and then put up my fence should i proceed yes indeed you should 
but please be sure to go down to the city and figure out what gates are you allowed to have what colors if they have any restrictions make sure that the person who you're paying to put up the gate has their permits make sure you have dotted all your i's and cross all your t's because little miss karen is going to do everything in her power to get that shit taken down because you can't steal my land anyway the next one says how do I tell my parents I'm a stripper? Stripper, stripper. <laughs> Bitch, don't. <laughs> don't. Why are you asking people on the internet? How do I tell my parents I'm a stripper? You don't. Don't tell them. Anyway, let's go ahead. Now, I know this isn't an easy pill to swallow. I love pole dancing. I love the flexibility, the art. I love the thrill. I wake up and watch videos and see women doing things I'm working so hard for. They know I have a pole in my room. I got a pole in my room. I'm about to climb up. I know you want these. Hold up. Oh, y'all don't know who that is. Shout out to Marilyn. Um, so she got a pole in her room. And I'm the most... And for the most part, self-taught. Okay, girl, go off. I found a passion. I know this isn't a forever job. I would like to be a nurse. Why all the strippers are nurses? That just blows my mind. Almost every stripper that be like, oh, I'm in school. You ask them, what you in school for? Nursing. That cootie cat got some healing powers. Them cheats got some healing powers. Anyway, back to her back to her request for some advice. So she going to school to be a nurse, y'all. But I wish I could show them how hard I've been working, how much I've learned, and the fact that that's my passion. My sister supports me and my grandpa. Your grandpa know? <laughs> Bitch, your granddaddy know. <laughs> Bitch, I was unexpected to see that. Your granddaddy know. Your granddaddy know you a stripper. Your grandpa thinks it's an amazing. Your grandpa thinks it's amazing. Wow. You know what your grandma was doing. You already know your grandma was a freak. Um, my friends tell me to go for it, and I went, and I want to. It's my outline. Oh, I'm sorry. It's my outlet. When I'm lonely, I know a place where I freed from all those feelings. My head is clear of thoughts. I know (laughs) what passion is for the first time. I just wish I could be free with it. Okay, girl. First off, you found your passion. Congratulations. A lot of people still haven't found a passion. I'm still looking for my passion. So congratulations on that, girly. Second, how the fuck did you tell your grandpa you a stripper? Like, how did that conversation go? Like, I really need an update of how, how did you tell your grandpa you was a stripper? How he found out? And why is he so proud that you a stripper? Like, what did your grandma used to do back in the days? Okay, let's continue with the advice. You can make this a career. You know, you can, you self-taught, you can teach pole dancing classes just come out and tell your parents be like look hopefully you don't live with them 
if you live with them and they like real strict don't tell them just don't but if you living on your own and you don't depend on your parents just be like look i don't want y'all to be surprised this is my life i like to shake my cheeks and i'm gonna do that i have a retirement plan i'm gonna be a nurse and i'm gonna strip on the side and either y'all like that or you don't but watch how you talk to me because you're going to be in a nursing home <laughs> to be real with you i don't know how i would tell my parents i'm a stripper mom and dad i strip now how do you tell your parents that shit i don't know that's crazy good luck to you girly because that is a lot to think about So let's get into the shows that I'm currently watching, child. First off, I didn't even know The Bear Season 2 came out. I love, okay, The Bear was so underrated. Like the first season, not many people was talking about it. And if they was talking about it, they weren't in my circle. Like it wasn't people I followed um, on social media or anything. So The Bear, I felt like was very underrated. And I went to go watch Season 2 and I noticed, hold up. I can binge it because everything is up. Man, season two was superb. Do you hear me? If y'all don't watch The Bear, please go watch both episodes right, I mean, both seasons right now. So first I want to talk about Carmen, aka Mr. Jeremy Allen White. I just want to let you know, I think I kind of jinxed you and your wife relationship because when I first was introduced to you on the bear, I was looking at you and I said, oh my God, this man is so sexy and he doesn't need to be married. He needs to be single because he is just too sexy to be committed to one person. Like the women needs their terms with him. Like he need to be able to be passed around like a kid's favorite toy well, not so much like their favorite toy but a new toy anyway i think i jinxed your your marriage i'm sorry about that on a funny note though you kind of give me the essence of phidias from phidias and ferb just like the facial structure just a little bit like the side profile but you still sexy as fuck but that's not what we're here for i'm not even gonna hold you up I'm happy this season Carmen felt found a little love. Even though he self-sabotaged and messed it up all on his own and did that to himself, he found some love. And it was cute. Even though I was also shipping him and Cindy. Is it Sydney? Sydney. Sydney. My bad. For a little minute I was shipping y'all. But then I realized, okay, no, 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 no. That ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. Surprisingly y'all surprisingly richie is my favorite character this season yo richie glow up was real the character the character um development was 10 out of fucking 10 do you hear me this man's personal growth he went from being a, a raging unruly crazy 
lunatic with no sense of direction to this <sighs> y'all just gotta watch it man when when Carmen sent him away to the restaurant um, and he was just polishing forts for like the first couple of days he was getting pissed with that shit and when he went out on the floor and and became like he started wearing his tux and just learning the ropes from this restaurants and learning that yo you have to pay attention to everything and the small details and uh, going above and beyond with customer service it's just like his whole world lit up and i knew when he was in the kitchen and he was standing by the expo if y'all don't know who expo is okay i used to work for b-dubs not my proudest moment but i used to work for b-dubs and my favorite position in h what is it heart of the house heart of the house anyway i can't remember h-o-h i think that's what it was called my favorite position in heart of the house was expo even though i could run the whole kitchen by myself i knew the grill i knew the fryers i knew southwest station i knew the the, the chicken station like i could run the whole kitchen but my most favorite station was expo to be honest with you and i was a little hurt i didn't get to do expo as much but when he was sitting there and watching her work at Spo, and she, I can't remember this character's name, but she was like, okay, table two has an allergy to shellfish, wash your hands, drop the gloves, scrub the thing, all right, and then hold this, hold table three, um, table five said they, they, they said they leaving without um, ever having a deep dish, Richie go grab this, it was just like, his whole face just lit up, he was like, what is, what do you mean, like, what are you doing what are all these colors and how are you doing this expo is fun because without a good expo person the food is going to die like you have to know what you're sending out what you need to send out how fast it needs to go out you need to be able to tell your chef or your cook hey I got six burgers and tell the other person I got three salads and know that these this salad and this burger need to go to this table along with their size, their sauces and everything. And make sure you have hands on deck to get this stuff out. And also know how to work some of the other stations just in case they need you. Expo's fun, y'all. If y'all ever have to work in a restaurant, get the expo position. It's dope as fuck. Once you get in a groove, once you get in a vibe, I feel like it's one of the most important positions in the restaurant. Anyway, so it comes to a point where, and I know I'm jumping ahead and I'm going to jump back. Rock with me. If you can follow, you can follow. If you can't, oh well. Anyway, Richie, fast forward, once he leaves that restaurant, he goes to Carmen and tell him, look, bro, thank you so much. I understand now. I get it. I appreciate you know you sending me here and he started wearing suits like that was his thing and the, the funniest thing was he told everybody he made sure to tell everybody in that restaurant I wear suits now this is my thing I wear suits now and he looks so good in a suit Richie looks so good in a suit honey but it came uh, uh 
to a point in the show, I think it was episode nine or 10, where Sin- Sydney couldn't do Expo anymore because, you know, um, Jeremy got locked up in, a, in the freezer, the walk-in freezer. The door handle broke and he was locked in there. So she had to go and work his station. She had to come off of Expo and she needed somebody to do Expo. And Richie took control of that so elegantly so gracefully in his own way he's not you know it was still the Richie way but he did it and he did a wonderful job at it he fucking soared in that and I was just so it was just a really proud moment just to see his glow up um this season one of the best glow up in any series that I've seen thus far. If you watch it, you'll understand. Anyway, Marcus coming number three for me. Ow, he's so cute. He is so cute to me. I just love his little chocolate skin. He's so handsome. So with Marcus, like um I was nervous when he went away to I believe it was I can't remember where exactly he went away. But I was so nervous that his mama was gonna pass away while he was away. Sydney Sydney, yeah, Sydney and Carmen, they sent him over across the seas to learn how to, you know, become a better dessert chef, which he did do. It was a few things I was nervous about, about for that episode. I didn't know if the, the chef who was going to be teaching him was going to be an a-hole towards him and have like a little racist undertone, but it wasn't that. And he, he taught him like, enjoy being not the best. And enjoy the process of your journey. Like you're going to mess up. The best way to learn is to mess up. Like if you want to learn how to be the best. Mess up. And also if someone is better than you. Try to stay. Not try to stay. Stay close to them. And try to keep up with them. And I just love that so much. Also what really made me thought his mama was going to pass away that episode. Was when um he was walking back to the boathouse that night and he came across an old man who was riding a bike and fell into this gate and he was trapped in the gate he helped the old man get out the gate because of course he's a sweetheart and um once he helped the old man get out the gate the old man hugged him so tight and just the night before he was telling Sydney how he was scared his mom was gonna pass and I felt like oh my god he's gonna get a text message saying his mama died and that was his mom, like, sending, like, her spirit sending somebody else to give him that hug. Maybe I was reading too far into it, but that's what I thought it was. Um, I love his character development as well. Even though in episode nine, he really got beside himself and snapped on Sydney. And I didn't like that. He thought that she was ignoring him because they had a little awkward moment earlier because he wanted to axe her out or whatever. And she's basically turned him down ever so gently. He yelled at her. And I didn't like that. Like, lower your tone. But he's still hot. Let's get into my girl, um, Sydney. I love her. She just... Okay, sis is in her early 20s. She found her passion. She is... genius she's so smart so experimental 
and so just strong. And I love her for all of those things. Being a woman and working in in um the food industry is not easy. And just to watch her run that restaurant the way that she did compared to season one. I was so proud of her. I really was. Anyway, I can relate to her because, you know, she's in her early tw- 20s. So ain't had no boyfriend. So ain't got no car. She living with her daddy. And she's just trying to find her way through this big, big world where knowing her passion, even though her dad at the time wasn't really supporting her passion and was trying to get her to, you know, get a real job, something that's going to pay you, this, that, and the other. She stood her ground. And in the end, she showed her in episode 10, she showed her dad that she is capable, not only her dad, but herself too, that she is capable of achieving great things. And that she is strong. And she is the hero. <laughs> I love her. Oh, and by the way, I'm totally shipping her and Marcus. Like, I want them to get together so bad. I understand why she's not doing that. Considering she is Marcus' boss. And, you know, restaurant relationships can get messy. Matter of fact, to be honest with you, you want to know where the whores are the whores are in the kitchen making your food at the restaurants that's all i'm gonna say you want to know what goes down oh my god people are you'll see some things work go to go work at a restaurant for a couple weeks you're gonna be like oh my god y'all supposed to be slinging food not eggplant emojis Anyway, I'm shipping her and Marcus so hard. I really hope season three that we get a little romance with them going. But if we don't, I totally understand. I will also just enjoy focusing on her success. And hopefully Carmen don't fuck her over because they are supposed to be partners. And Carmen is running all his ideas past his girlfriend and not my girl, Sydney. And I ain't got time for it. Get the shit together. My next favorite person on the show is Sugar. And I like her because my my family calls me Sugar or Sug or Sugar Bear. And her, when her mom was calling her Sug in the show, I'm not going to lie. It made me miss my mom so much, especially when it was like, it was the holiday time. I think it was episode like eight. Yeah. Okay, so I have a, a love-hate for episode eight. First off, it was so chaotic. It was so hard for me to continue watching. It was chaotic, but it was also beautifully written to the point where, I, although I didn't want to keep watching it because it was too much going on, I enjoyed it so much because it really made you feel like you were a a person in their house watching all of this happening. You were thrown into the chaos with it you were feeling the way sugar was feeling you was feeling the way carmen was feeling you was feeling the way mikey was feeling mikey fuck you i'm sorry mikey is r.i.p mikey but mikey you're a mess with throwing that fork i'm getting ahead of myself but let's go ahead and continue to talk about sugar i felt like her nickname was so cute the way that they gave it to her because 
she made a mistake and put sugar in the in the um sauce one time instead of salt and i thought that was just so hilarious that they named her sugar because of that i felt bad because her mom um tend to lash out on her a lot and it just really put it really gave you perspective and showed you why she is the way that she is and why she's can be a hard ass sometimes and why she can also be so soft and it, she does have some of her mom's um ways but not as bad as her mom so do it not throughout blah, 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 blah. <laughs> throughout episode eight you see that sugar is constantly trying to help her mom but her mom does not want her help her mom doesn't like her acting like hey are you okay mom what can i do to help you her mom is just like get out my face just taking so much out on sugar and sugar knew majority of the reason this was is because her mom was drinking and her mom was intoxicated so she was pouring out the liquor pouring the liquor down the drain or trying to get rid of the bottles and it was a lot it was very chaotic and it was dark and a lot of things happened it just showed how chaotic and and um dysfunctional the family was and why Richie and Carmen and Sugar are are the way the, they are. <laughs> it shows why they're that way. And something that really took me out, I was not expecting. First, Mikey with that with that darn um fork and throwing it at his uncle. And then even when they got everything calmed down their mom finally came out as if she was having a moment and she felt like you know nobody I, I worked so hard for everybody else and nobody shows me that appreciation nobody works hard for me and two things happened in that moment for me per se it made me appreciate my mom in that very moment to see that moms don't have a day off and then in general it made me appreciate all moms because they make things look easy and sometimes we don't even notice that they're lacking and they just want some self-love and they just want somebody to put in the same effort that they put in for us so it, it really made me appreciate the moms Oh, snap. Why well, sound like my neighbors is getting it in? I'm hearing the bed rock right now. Oh, my God. This is why I need a studio. Day is rocking. And I'm just over here trying to record my little podcast. Anyway, back to the story. So, it, it hints at her mom having some mental illnesses as well or needing a therapist or some sort because they lost their dad and she feels like she's alone even when she's not alone and that's all she could express to Carmen said I feel so alone I had to beg you to come home you don't even want to be here nobody loves me if I was to die nobody would care and that was really sad it 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 really like I don't know how to express the way it touched me just seeing her being vulnerable in that moment it was really heartbreaking. So she makes her way to the dinner table finally. And 
after everybody well after one of the cousin-in-laws say says grace and the spring explains about the seven fishes and everything the mom loses her shit and she goes off and she's saying like oh you guys don't appreciate me you don't care about this beautiful meal that i made etc 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 and um she gets up and she exits stage left and we thinking that oh okay sis went upstairs or she went outside to smoke her cigarette no so then mikey feels like oh this is the perfect time for me to take this fork and chuck it at my uncle chuck it at his uncle his uncle getting up they finna fight we think we finna see these two rumble but that wasn't the case because mama dear said i got something better for all y'all she was in her car putting it in drive and she just drove her car right through the front door and i was just sitting there like what the fuck and that's how episode eight ended it was bizarre it was crazy i thought like because they didn't talk about her mom their mom any too much throughout the show i thought their mom was dead too but that was a real eye opener um and y'all just need to watch the show the show is good as hell anyway uh later on you know richie did something that really surprised all of us and this is why i said i love the character development and richie he went to sugar and actually apologized to sugar for yelling at her talking to her any type of way and everything and sugar was just so funny in that moment she called sweeps over to be like yo sweeps i need you to be in here while while he's apologizing because i need a witness you know that this is not richie this is a whole new richie i thought that was a really cute moment and one of my favorite things from the show is this hand gesture that Carmen and and Cindy and I can't remember the 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 um Latino or Latina lady's name. Um, but they do this hand gesture when they're apologizing, like they rub their hand on it, they ball their fist up and they rub that across their chest and they be like, I'm sorry. And it's like like calming them down or whatever. It could be sign language, I'm not sure. <laughs> But it's one of my favorite things to see in the show. And uh, yeah, so if y'all haven't seen the bear in me talking about it, despite half a little dash of interest, please just go watch it. It's an amazing show. And then we could talk about it together. so i want to recommend um two things to watch the first thing i want to recommend watching is from the first season is on what is it on think 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 prime amazon prime and the second season is on mgt and you can get mgt for three months for a dollar at right now go get that because man from is so good i usually don't like watching scary stuff but this show is amazing and it's a dude from um best man holiday and he also played in claws i can't remember his name right now and i should have put it in my notes but i did not i can't fire myself but i didn't and he is amazing this man is a wonderful actor he's actually the the town the town sheriff and this just to give y'all a little backstory this town is like 
you ride through it and you get stuck there you can't get out of the town no matter how many times you try to drive out the town it's just going to be a complete circle um they have these little trees called hollows that you can go through and they'll throw you somewhere at random it's like almost like a teleporting device and there's these these monsters that actually look human and at night they come out and they have on these creepy ass smiles and the smiles be like and they talk like this hi are you okay are you okay let me help you let me help you and the only way they can get in the house is if you invite them in and later on come to find out the reason why this is because they have this little talisman sigil i think it's a sigil on their doors and if you let them in But it's so good. I'm not going to tell y'all too much more about that show. Just watch it. Leave a review on on my podcast and be like, "Girl, that 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 was a a good show." The people that I recommend watch it, and a few of the people that I told to watch it actually did watch it, and they love it. Can't wait for season three. Um, and if you're looking for a good movie on the Netflix, please watch They Clone Tyrone. One of these days, I'm going to go more into depth with They Clone Tyrone. Just know I absolutely love it. I want to watch it again. I was interrupted while I was watching it. 10 out of 10, I recommend. As for anime, all my nerds, all my geeks, let's get in anime. So, what I'm currently watching is Zoom 100. I haven't watched a new episode that just dropped, you know. I've been doing things for the podcast trying to figure out how to edit i love recording my podcast but the editing part is a handful so i think i'm gonna just have to find somebody to do that um so no i haven't watched the last episode that just dropped um i know jujitsu 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 oh i can't say it fuck it um jjk jujitsu kaiser just came out like season two i believe this is season two um just dropped and i think it's four episodes in i'm trying to wait till it gets to like seven or eight episodes so i can binge watch it and i also like to watch and dub i prefer to watch dub than sub because i like to do other things while i'm watching and i like to read the captions as well um but I'm trying to wait for that so I can binge watch that. And before I watch the new season, I'm going to go back and rewatch uh, the movie. Because I was interrupted when I was at the movies with that too. Oh, and my recommendation for a good anime. If y'all ain't already see it, please watch Hell's Paradise. It is on Crunchyroll. Watch Hell's Paradise. That thing is amazing. If it's your first time watching anime and you like, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to watch. Watch Hell's Paradise. It is wonderful. Action from the beginning. Episode two may be a little slow, but once they touch that island. (laughs) Okay. All right y'all ain't ready anyway it's about that time to wrap up my show 
episode 04. Ooh, it's time to wrap up my show. Wrap it up. Wrap up my show. Ooh. So before I end this show, I just want to say this. Fuck the international Adams Energy Agency and fuck Japan. Oh my God, why she coming so hard for Japan? You want to know why I'm coming so hard for Japan in the IAEA? It's because the IAEA has officially approved Japan's plans to release over 1 million tons of treated and heavy on the the sarcasm when I'm saying treated nuclear waste water. You done heard me right. 1 million ton of nuclear wastewater. Yeah. From the, I believe it's called the Fukushima plant. Now I'm, I'm, I'm damn near a hundred percent sure, but I even have to do a lot of research that there was some scientists out there that has warned them multiple times. Don't do this. This is a bad idea. This is not a good thing to do. And I'm pretty sure that the IAEA and Japan has ignored all the scientists because they don't give a fuck. So um, they green light them to go ahead and just start dumping it into the water, I guess, little by little. And people are making it seem that climate control is something that the average day person could could actually help with and control yes we can all do our parts and make little little changes but it doesn't fucking help if we're doing our part making changes and then these big corporations in these freaking countries and they just get to wake up and say well we're gonna just dump this in the water we got wells beaching themselves and if you don't know what beaching is it's like basically well suicide when they're hopping on the on the beach and just dying the ocean is the hottest it's ever been record level heat and i just know that hurricane season and i'm so worried for my family that's in in florida because a lot of floridians when it comes down to hurricane seasons we don't take that shit serious if i'm just being real like, we really be thugging it out. We not leaving. We not evacuating. Evacuate what reason? Why are we evacuating? If we ain't got cops telling us, get out, get out, we not leaving. So. Uh-oh. Sorry, my mic went down. So, um, I just know the hurricane season is going to be terrible. And I know when a tsunami finally hit again it's gonna be freaking horrible we are killing the ocean we're gonna have three-eyed fish with four fin with four tails this is scary guys they're playing with us they're making it seem like global warming is the average person's fault when it's huge corporations dumping stuff in our water supplies, polluting the air supplies. Mother Nature is pissed off with humans. She's mad with us. The ocean doesn't want us in the ocean anymore. The coral reefs are dying. 
the the world is literally on fire we're breaking record level heat levels i live in arizona and it was 110 plus every day for two weeks record levels we're killing our planet we're killing ourselves and it's not going to stop until we all stand together and realize that it's more of us than it is of them they did this with that cherry cherry bomb god i can't remember the name of it but it was a hbo documentary over there in russia i believe or the soviet union is what it used to be called we're killing our planet we're poisoning ourselves where they're poisoning us and there's not going to be anything left mother nature is really going to wipe us all out so in the end once again fuck you japan fuck you and also fuck the iaea you bitches are dumb okay we all need to take a breath all right so to end on a good note i just want to say i'm just grateful for everything that i do have i just want to give thanks for the things that i do have and you know the things that we have right now that we we take for granted right now that we may not have in the future and that our kids may not be able to experience so i want to thank be grateful for the clouds that we have i want to be grateful for the trees that we have i want to be grateful for the oxygen that we breathe i want to be grateful for my apartment my car my family for the heavens and the earths, for the oceans, for the fish, for the for the wildlife that we have currently, all the animals that we have, because you don't know which ones are going to be extinct. I'm just grateful for the things that we have now. And I pray that you show Mother Earth some gratitude. Give her an offering, because she is alive. And that's it. We done with the fourth episode of my show. Yeah, we done. We done. We done. Until next week, I'm out. Bye. Panda gang.